RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. Excited to be back at it. Looking forward to hanging out and finding out what's going on in your world. So getting started a little bit later than expected, but we are here and uh, looking forward to uh, connecting. And so let me give it a minute to make sure everything is on on my side. And then we can dive into it. I have a couple articles here that I want to talk about and then uh, open up the phone lines and hear from you guys. So uh, let me uh, check in real quick by via thumbs up real quick for those that are tuning in don't be afraid to let me know where you're watching from i love to acknowledge your presence and give you guys a chance to uh give a quick shout out all right so we are live so yeah skip the intro part just because yeah i'd rather just jump right into the nitty-gritty of things but uh how is everybody doing today and so i want to start off i got a little small rant but it's not much of a rant but i want to make sure I, I let my uh share my opinion on it so i got a couple articles here that i'm gonna dive in further but uh <laughs> haven't had a chance to catch the uh jerome powell uh post press conference or whatever in regards to uh his uh unchanged policies and uh it was relatively funny today a couple of those reporters kind of threw some curveballs at him and uh, his response, he kind of choked up a little bit a couple of times. But uh, it's, it's interesting when you have the mainstream primary or pre-chosen uh, reporters throw curveballs in a, in, in a way that they're questioning the narrative that the Federal Reserve is throwing out there. And so we're going to talk about that. But anyway, let me dive in real quick, acknowledge a couple people, and then we'll jump into it. We got Jay, Tony B in the building. We got Lyndon. What up, peeps? We got JoJo. We got Roger Rose. We got uh, Faith Parent, Tim Timbo in the building. We got Vic. We got Larissa, Kenan, uh, Joe Will Win, Money Mike. How you doing, man? Appreciate you guys for taking time to join me this afternoon. And so uh, tonight, for those that are interested, we're going to have our uh, off-the-air hangout tonight. So if anyone's interested in participating in that, in that and uh, doing a little face-to-face -face action with the group, Feel free to come become a member of the Patreon gang. You guys can hang out with us and uh, just ha have your own rant amongst the community members and uh, keep it moving. Uh, JTBSK2, appreciate the love offering to the channel, my friend. Thank you for being a blessing. All right. It didn't matter what he said. The state will do whatever it wants. Tony be very true. But it was just interesting how, you know, the, I, I wish I would have did some snippets of what uh, they were talking about or the questions rather. But one reporter or two, uh, two or three actually kind of asked the same question. They re they piggybacked off each other, and it was like, uh, well, if the economy is recovering so good, uh, what's what's the need and continue to you know provide liquidity in the form of uh, purchasing mortgage-backed securities? And he's like, if the housing sector is you know so robust and so doing good right now, why are you buying mortgage-backed securities? He's like, uh, 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 well, you know, over underlying structure of the economy, we, we like to be accommodative and to provide. I'm like. He kept throwing out that, yeah, we, you know, when it's time to stop, we're going to let you know. We're going to let you know when we're dialing back. We'll let you know ahead of time. He's like, uh, you know, just like we did, uh, you know, last great financial crisis, we dialed back. I'm thinking like, you know, did you really dial back? But anyway, okay. <laughs> All right, man. So let me uh, jump into a little quick article here. I got a couple of things I want to uh, share with you guys, and then we'll dive into it. Let me uh, share my screen here, and then I'm going to uh, open up the phone lines, and we're going to make this thing work. Looking forward to... Uh, you know, hearing about what 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 other stories you guys may be familiar with, and we can touch on those. So, all right, let me do a little house cleaning first. All right, so for those that are new to the channel, RethinkingTheDollar.com is the place you go to get connected in case there's any disruptions on the social media platforms. And so that's a place where you can always subscribe to the email list, and you'll get notified when we go live. 
And then also for those that might be new, I want to make sure I share articles, videos, you name it. But the most important thing I think for the newbies is to go to the bottom of the page and test your dollar IQ. Get a chance to see where you stand as far as understanding the historical aspects of what we call a dollar. And then from there, if you fail led to do so, you can step two, step three, step four, all the way right on through. But more importantly, it's for people who are not in tune with what's going on. So feel free to share the quiz with your family and friends so they can begin uh, discovering some things that they need to know right now. And so just a little something there. And then, as I mentioned, tonight at 930 p.m., we're going to have our Patreon hangout. So uh, anybody interested in joining face to face and you know getting your rent out there, feel free to join us. Just become a member of the Patreon team and I'll shoot you a link. And you can connect with us at 930 this evening. And then also for those that want to connect off air and share articles and videos, the social media tab is where all the other places on the, on the Internet where you can find Rethinking a Dollar. Connect with us on Discord, share video, videos, articles, whatever you like. No spamming, of course. And then you can hang out with us over there. So. All right. So let's dive right into it. Couple things that caught my attention today, and I'll just more so skim through the headlines, save it, save ourselves the time. But what I did notice, you know, Dow looked like it closed a hundred points down, Nasdaq down two point six percent, gold is down three percent, crude oil is up, and of course, I'm assuming wheat and corn and lumber probably doubled again, and uh, of course, silver is twenty six dollars and ten cents right now. So a uh, ten year bond is one point six two. So it's uh yeah, going to be a little bit of a problem. But primary subject matter. Rent crisis spirals from landlords awaiting 47 billion in relief. And so for those that are, uh, you know, of course, it's it goes, it's, it's, two, it's, it's two sides of this coin. You have the owners of the properties that's being shafted right now. And then also you have the tenants in these properties here that are being subsidized by the government i.e. depending on what state you're in, CDC saying you don't have to pay your rent and stuff like that. And and so at 47 billion in a hole, barring some type of you know next infrastructure package to kind of make up for this 47 billion and whatever else is on top of that, there's going to be a large amount of defaults pretty soon, foreclosures. And of course, I think it was Texas. Somebody mentioned in Texas, a judge maybe overturned uh, the CDC and saying that they don't have the power to um, postpone rent payments. So uh, it's going to be a nice little situation exploding pretty soon. But here's a little graphic here of all the individuals, whether white, black, Hispanic, that have been impacted, whether it's one unit, 2.4, 5 to 50 or 50 plus units. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting very soon. And then here's something I want to share. And so this is a follow-up, I think, to uh, Michael Saylor and Frank Gustra's a little bit Bitcoin and gold debate. But here's some infographics, some data that was put together by the MicroStrategy team, more than likely, which pretty much favors uh, <laughs> Bitcoin uh, over gold over the, sh the, the five to 10 year time frame in comparison to the one, one month, three month, 12 month and five years. And according to this da data here, of course, you know, Bitcoin is, you know, 12,000 uh, percent return in comparison to 38 percent for gold over five years. But yet one of the things he'll probably never touch on is that gold and silver, the primary sources uh, or the anchors to the monetary system in general, is a heavily suppressed and controlled because of all the paper rigging and futures and all stuff like that. Whereas in Bitcoin is a 11 year old, 12 year old. Uh, newly invented, created uh, technology to distract people from going backwards towards gold and silver 
because they are and have been historical wealth preservations, especially during monetary reset times. I don't think he will ever be able to touch that because if he started talking about the criminality behind the lack of price discovery for gold and silver, I think his, his card would be pulled and he wouldn't be able to be out here doing what he's doing if he became a gold enthusiast as well as telling people to get the Bitcoin stuff. So, but some interesting stuff out here. He talks about the Vanguard long term is no perform nowhere near uh, the returns in, in, in regards to Bitcoin. So, very interesting information there. Then here's something I found to be interesting. It says federal search warrant executed at Julie Donnelly's NYC apartment. So they're making it seem like, you know, Giuliani is tied into the whole Ukraine situation. And of course, the mainstream media is going to run with this. And I wonder, does this have anything to do with a little bit of a payback for his rant during the old political campaign spiel, basically calling out every single politician? And so I wonder, is this their way of attacking him? Or is this all smoke and mirrors, they all on the same team? Or what? But let me know. We'll see what happens with this, because uh, if they really press this issue, Giuliani may lose his license to practice law as well as might even they might end up finding a way to give him some jail time of some kind. But here's another one. U.S. goods trade deficit widens in March. And so all that funny currency is making its way to China as we import more goods like never before. Therefore, expanding the trade deficit to the point where. At this current moment, you know, the U.S. produces nothing, but we have everything comes into us because we're able to send them funny money. But it says here the goods trade deficit jumped four percent to ninety point six billion last month. So this thing is uh, yeah, heading towards the end. Here's another one here. Social Security cost of living adjustment isn't keeping up with the prices retirees pay. Oh, are, are you surprised? It says this year's 1.3% Social Security adjustment meant just $20 more per month for many retirees. So Social Security payments, uh, yeah, was never intended to be able to support and provide a comfortable living for retirees. It was the product of a old and outdated uh, crisis called the Great Depression that led to this, uh, the creation of a Social Security a government program because the government can't take care of the damn selves, nevertheless, the people. So interesting here. And then another article here, but uh, Biden to set Biden set to unveil one point eight trillion expansion of American social safety net. And so this is a good breakdown of all the things that's included in this next coming bill. Two hundred and fifty billion to create some Medicare leave stuff, two hundred billion for universal kids, one hundred one point nine, one hundred and nine billion for two free years, two free years of community college. Okay, so exactly how does that go coincide? 109 billion for two free years, right? And a lot of the other stuff. So it goes on and on and on. And then I thought this was very interesting as well to cap this off. Harris vows out 310 million US relief as Central America tackles migration. So ultimately they're gonna be sending stimmy checks to the governments down there and it's, of course, it's all hush money and it's all money to buy off politicians down there because the funds, unfortunately, will not reach the people. So they're still going to be coming in and they've yet to address the crisis at the border uh, of all these people coming up here that's looking for a better life. So but anyway, that's my little short, short rant, man. But let's talk. Feel free to chime in on any of those subject matters. Feel free to elaborate on them or bring anything else to the forefront. Um, we have more than enough stuff worth talking about. We can keep it moving. All right, so let me acknowledge a couple of people here. We got James. If you're just tuning in, don't be afraid to hit that uh, thumbs up button, show your love for the channel, and let's uh, take our first call. 
Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's up, Mike? It's Steve from Jersey. Steve from Jersey. What's going on with you, my friend? Good, man. So here's the thing, Mike, you know, with this gold and Bitcoin thing. Yeah. The problem with gold is that you have man that has the ability to manipulate. No doubt. And so... Even down the road, however you redo this system, man is part of this. And mm -hmm. he has the ability to manipulate no matter what. So the problem is, it's not really about gold. It's not really about silver. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's about how do you create a system that has the ability to take man out of it without manipulating it. Because ultimately... They always will do stuff to benefit them. No doubt. And so even if Bitcoin didn't exist, how do you take the power of man out of the equation to purify gold? And so long time ago, the technology of gold and trying to replicate gold was mm -hmm. more difficult. Mm -hmm. and, and so now you have a global system where you have the Internet and so people can't just practically just trade gold and silver back and forth. Right. Long time ago, you could. Mm -hmm. But now mm -hmm. with this new system and the global, it, it's more difficult. So you have to try to create an, 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 a, something that you can say, hey, we don't care if you're black. We don't care if you're white. We don't care if you're Muslim, Christian, mm -hmm. Jewish. It's the system needs to have the ability to just do things without man mm -hmm. being able to manipulate it. So right. that's the problem with gold, mm -hmm. especially now. Yeah. It's, it's easier to create fake gold than it was a hundred years ago, mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah. and so that's the problem with gold. It's mm -hmm. not that it's bad. It's, it's, it's how do we solve the problem? Yeah of getting man out of it. And so yeah. it doesn't matter about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just a computer system that doesn't care who you are. Right. So so that's the advantage of that. But but ultimately, you know, we have to resolve the trust factor in humans and right. and it's never been. Right. And it's never and going to so be. When people <laughs> Right, it's, exactly. So so how when man goes to the, to the so start to live on the moon. Mm -hmm. How are you going to transport gold from one well, from from Earth to the moon? Right. You you beyond, won't. Yeah. You won't. Right? You won't. You won't. So yeah. You you won't. So so there's limitations. Like mm -hmm. Mike, when's the last time you rode a horse? Uh, since I was a kid. <laughs> Literally. <Right. laughs> now now three now three hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, horses were the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But 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 now, you know, we have cars. Yeah. So yeah. it's the advancement of human race, and and so we need something to be able to to say, hey, there mm -hmm. needs to be some justice in this system. Yeah. And the only thing that that exists at the present moment mm -hmm. um, is Bitcoin. Mm. And and if they can solve the problem with gold yeah. and man manipulating gold, yeah. then I I'm I'm a hundred percent with gold. All right. Well, hey. So that's the problem. Okay. Well, I appreciate you for no. I appreciate your call.
Frank, thanks for calling. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and I got a couple of thoughts now, so I'm going to chime in off air. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, you too. Yeah, a lot, a lot of great, a lot of great points there, man. I appreciate you for calling in and you know sharing your, your insights on, on as to you know the gold and Bitcoin thing. And so, uh, okay, so here's a okay, so let me little, let me do a little rant real quick. Okay, so here's a, my thoughts on this. So, I think we're at this current moment, based upon a lot of the comments and thoughts shared. You know, we're probably looking a little bit too far ahead. You know, especially the reference about you know when we set on the moon and stuff like that. You know, my personal opinion, that will not be that probably won't be depending on what age you're in. It probably won't be in our lifetime directly just because it'll be uh, it'll probably be the unborn or and the children that get a chance to do that stuff. And they'll be brainwashed. They'll have chips in their skin, all that stuff like that. So but yeah, in the short term, given the current environment we're in now, the beginning of 2021, which is the first year out of 10 to for the global elite or the swamp or whoever to execute their ultimate game plan which is to remove all property rights that's what we're up against if you if you own nothing and you're happy with it that means that everything that you thought was yours is no longer in your possession okay cool so in the short term as we witness the destruction of fiat currencies you know gold and silver from a historical standpoint they just serve as pet rocks that you would it would be worth your while to redeem as much of your fiat currency to acquire those pet rocks just so they can sit there and do absolutely nothing Gold and silver in this current environment are should do nothing. But yet what you have provided for yourself is a historical wealth preservation sponge that will be a great benefit to you and your family as it absorbs all these digital illusions around us. And then, of course, you would never really want to you would never want to exchange or trade your gold back into the dying currency. And so it's more so bracing for whatever is going to be introduced next. Now, my biggest concern would be that. What's next is going to be the CBDC, the Fed coin. Jerome Powell hinted, hinted on it today, and he's talking about studying how it can work inside the U.S. But we know those are those are the ultimate surveillance coins, i.e. Bitcoin is the prototype for what they want to try to execute on a controlled basis. And so there will never be a, a payment system or any type of commerce tool that, that's not created by man. And so man will always control the system. And of course, evil is the top layer of that. So it's always going to be so that it'll be those who have and the majority that have not. We are right now at a, at the ultimate class war. If they pull this off, there will be the 1% will own everything that is tangible and real, while the 99.99% of humanity will be subservient to them in the same way we are now. And so in my personal opinion, Bitcoin, it's an example. It's a tool to transition us and for us to accept the fact that it is decentralized. You know, you can put your code in your head, all that stuff like that. Cool. But ultimately, it will not be the final tool used in this monetary system because pretty soon, you know, we're going to find out more as to how this initial plan of going decentral, decentralized, you know, coins and whatnot was a part of their agenda. And I, don't, I personally don't put any faith in Bitcoin. I have confidence in gold and silver. And of course, they haven't been able to really duplicate gold. That alchemist stuff is more so their closest version, but yet there's still some chemical elements off, which means those who have a ability to, you know, to determine real from fate, you can tell it's not gold in regards to where it was coming from the earth. So those are still some distinctions there. But you know, cryptocurrencies is here. Use it to your advantage, but yet at the end of the day, there's a there's a trapdoor underneath it. And so just make sure you also, you know, 
open and accepting of the fact that there is so, uh, someday they're going to pull that rug from underneath us and then we're going to find out what's really going on. And by that time, we'll be in a completely cashless society and whatever the digital currency they roll out to us is going to be something that we're going to be in dire need and have to use. And then that's when you might want to see about either trying to exchange some of those gold, silver, you know, coins or whatnot in exchange for those silver, uh, those cryptocurrencies. But the CBDC, I don't see people really wanting to get back into that or, or exchange gold and silver for that because you might have to do a little bit of a accounting on the surface with that. And then they might shut you off if they find out you're trying to buy something uh, to protect yourself from CBDC. So that's my just thing. But also, my, you know, and, and, and to be truthful with you, I'm missing a lot of calls. I apologize. But I would, I would say the best version of a decentralized currency would probably be Monero. I personally would have more confidence in the test in, in the in the in the group behind the Monero project and, and the privacy aspect than I would an open source, you know, publicly visible all transaction type of platform. That's just me. So but you know I appreciate your thoughts and thanks for calling in. Hello Carlos where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, it's low blood pressure, Corpus Christi, Texas. How's it going? I'm doing good, my man. How are you doing? Good, good. Look, look, um, I know you don't like to call it God's money, but, you know, there, mm -hmm. there was there's a creator and there's mm -hmm. a creation, mm -hmm. you know, and there's a need for commerce. Yeah. And there's something that was created for that. Yeah. And it's not the digital nothing that everybody's going crazy over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what is it, man? What is it, LB? You know the gold and silver. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: like, you know, more, more because of the times we're in, technology has taken the for the, the forefront, and it offers a lot of promise. But it's cold. It's computer cold, and unfortunately, cold will be corrupted by evil, because there's no way of you know having honest honest system you know for man's usage in a system that's just you know corrupt in nature. So. Bitcoin, CBDC, I mean, it's, it's all stuff that's going to be a problem at some point. So why not have something tangible and real you can feel as 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 insurance? You know what I'm saying? I hope you don't got to use it, but just have something to hold on to. That's what I kind of have a part time with because people are really excited about, you know, digits and in, in, in a wallet. But I'm like, man, that's what they, that's where they want us to go. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a whole, it, it's obvious. Look, all those people that like the bit scam and the cryptocurrency, they like virtual things, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them to have a virtual woman, and I'll take a real woman, okay? Tell them, hey, look, you, you get yourself a virtual wife and see how far you get with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've, I, been, we've been doing it the right way for 5,000 at the beginning of time, men and women, you know? Or, or now men men, you know how crazy people are. Yeah. But anyways, they don't got no virtual people, partners, and then why, why do they all of a sudden the money has to be virtual? Uh, it's convenience is easy. It, it, you can you can you know transfer it around a country to if this uh, transfer it around the world in the blink of an eye. You can you know leave your country and have your key phrase in your mind and yeah. all those but enticing it's crazy. things. It's crazy, Mike. Like like they say, well, that's old. It's not cheap. You need a new one. But I mean, when it comes to what I was talking about earlier, no, no, that that's we just keep it old school there. You know, come yeah. on, yeah. get a lot of you people. Yeah. yeah, hey man, it is what it is, man. But uh, hey, appreciate your calling, man. <laughs> All right, I got I got to go eat my virtual dinner right now. All, All right, right Mike, have fun. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. And that's the thing, like you know. So uh, here's the thing: any way it go, any medium of exchange you use is just a tool. 
And the tool is usually something you exchange for your time, energy, or labor, or something that produces a cash flow off of some service or good or building or whatever. And then it's just for the simple purpose of you being able to acquire the resources you, you need now or in the future. That's all it is. It's just a tool. Now, how you use the tool, how you view the tool, it's different for everybody else. But in this current environment, you know, you can do all of this if you want. And of course, people do. But yet having this stuff on the side over here, the, the hard stuff coming from the ground is just good to have for a rainy day down the line. It's insurance literally against this stuff right here that's becoming, you know, they just printer press. I hate when people say it goes. Brrr. But yet we, we see what they're doing. And then, of course, they want us right here because this makes it easier for them to destroy this and then introduce you know what is it uncle uncle sam's version of you know what he's going to need to continue to keep the government going and that's the whole cbdc stuff so yeah you know it, it's not a war it shouldn't be a war amongst you know uh gold and silver bugs as well as the crypto kryptonites because ultimately it's just a tool now what it does for you in the future was what we should be concerned with because as of right now the supply chain and the affordability of a lot of the things we need to survive is what's going to be a problem because the people who hold on to too many units of these things are going to find it harder to be able to acquire bread, water, all the basic stuff. But then again, all that liquidity is usually going to fall into these things and, of course, into this one, providing you the opportunity to provide resources for yourself. But there will be a scarcity of goods and services on shelves as well as everything else. So, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you can't go out and actually get what you need, you know, did it do you any good? Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Gregory from Atlanta. Gregory from Atlanta. How you doing, my friend? I'm, you, boss, man? I'm not I'm not bad at all, man. What's going on with you? Yeah, hey, I got, got a quick question, man. Go ahead. Um, how do you feel about um I don't know anything about uh silver, or mm -hmm. gold, precious metals. Yeah. But would you recommend um someone a beginner to invest in like uh mining stocks? Hmm. Um so mining stocks are um there, there. I personally, I, I, you know, I, I have some, not many, just because I prefer to actually have something real tangible that I can feel. But you know, having exposure to that sector, that is where it all comes from. So a lot of people I've interviewed speak very highly of it, and it's a way of uh, kind of you know doubling, tripling, and quadrupling your your earnings there. So people do participate in that, and it is, I believe, a, a valid investment because ultimately you have first rights to what is in the ground. Now, whether or not, you know, you better get it at that moment, who knows? But as far as investing in it, I think it's not a bad idea, my personal opinion. Okay, okay. So you think it's more, um, it's, it's better than crypto? So, 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 so everything priced in Federal Reserve notes goes up and down. So volatility is, in, is everything. But yeah, as far as a wealth preservation tool, in my personal opinion, having the physical in your hand or not too far from you in the form of gold and silver is a good little security blanket possibly to put aside, add to it accordingly. And then if you want exposure to the financial markets, then owning mining shares is a good way of diversifying and also being able to reap the rewards of the price of gold and silver going up, i.e. physically, as well as the mining companies themselves. And also they pay dividends so you can do stuff like that. And then on the crypto side, that's another alternative as well that is here to stay. And the younger generation and the institutions are geared up to drive that up as well. So you, depending on which ones you're involved in, of course, do your own research and homework, but you, you can also benefit from that as well. So 
there's a lot of options out here, but there's only one that's been around, you know, for thousands of years that, you know, is more than likely a shoe in to be a beneficiary, whereas in the newer things are subject to, you know, regulation as well as, you know, taxation on top. And so, yeah, all that good stuff. But, you know, the, the more you spread out and those things that have the potential to grow and preserve, I think, you know, that's, you know, a safe bet, in my opinion. Perfect, man. Perfect, perfect, man. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks you for calling, for my friend. Yeah. Doing a show. Um, I'm, I'm long time listening. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye. Yep. Great question. Great question. And so, once again, now feel free to chime in uh, via the chat. You know, your thoughts and opinions. Once again, this is all opinions. No, no advice here. Just, you know, strictly edutainment. But, uh, yeah, I want to make sure we have a chance to give more than just one opinion. Feel free to chime in via chat. All right, give me a call, man. I missed a lot of calls. I apologize, but give me a call. Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I see a lot of a lot of virtual talk in the, in the chat, and so be be patient. Uh, Oculus, if I'm not mistaken, which is Facebook's version of the virtual reality, it's coming. So you'll be able to, you know, you're going to have a whole opportunity to connect to a virtual world and be able to plug into the system. You can do everything virtual and have superpowers and everything else in that system when it comes. So be patient. You know, you can create a whole new life in a virtual world, you know, where they plug you in and stuff like that. You know, that's what they're working on, man. So, yeah, that type of stuff is coming. It is coming. Uh, let me see here. So give me a call. Phone lines are open. We got a thought here. It says a Green New Deal dollars, not gold is what they want. Uh, green New Deal. Yeah. So fiat currency is going to be what will be brought into existence. And they said something about $50 trillion is roughly what would be needed to pull this off as far as the Green New Deal or the infrastructure plan and all, excuse me, all of its many phases until completion. And at the end of this, of all these stimulus packages, relief packages will be the reissuance of an entire monetary system to where all governments at that point will have their CBDCs up and running will be connected, you know, through our virtual wallets, through 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 the banks directly. Commercial banks will be interoperable in that same, you know, sphere. But yet, once again, they won't need as many banks. So they're going to dwindle down, dwindle out to where there'd be a direct connection between a central bank and your pocket, which is how this will all end. And the Federal Reserve, if they execute this plan to the T, they have officially ran the system through after 130. 13 years, they will be complete with what they want to execute. So this is the original plan by the orchestrators of this entire event was to own everything. And of course, as of now, it looks like they're winning. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? What's going on, Mike? This is Dwayne from the Midwest. Dwayne. Dwayne from the Midwest. I'm doing good, man. What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. I was just coming in. I was trying to kind of let my voice be heard a little bit. I appreciate um, it, man. What's on with you? What's going on? Nothing much. I was just thinking about, you know what I'm saying, about, um, about all the stuff that's going on with, you know, the currency wars and everything. Yeah. And I think I um, thought your uh, show the other night. Mm -hmm. I might get in with the long lines of John Pat. But um, one thing I got a question, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible mm -hmm. where, uh, where Joseph, when Joseph went to Egypt and... um. And it goes something like this. It says, the money sell it. So what does the people do? What do all the investors do? Everybody got cryptos. Everybody's um, stacking. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do when money fails? What, you said, what are they going to do when the money fails? 
Yeah, and what I mean by that, when money fails, because we're looking at um, a severe drought, a lot of the um, geologists, yeah. Our uh, scientists are looking at the drought that's coming up, yeah. coming up the um, Midwest. But yeah. when you take a look at it around, it reminds me of that scripture that comes to mind because when the money fails, mm-hmm. and when the money fails, you can't you can't eat your um, digital, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or, hey, or or your or your physical. You can't eat your your digital or your physical. You know what I'm saying? What you need is food and water. That's the ultimate commodity right there. So as I mentioned, like you know. Money, currency, gold, silver, Bitcoin—they're all tools to get what you need. When you, when you, when your kid's hungry, you know, you want to have something that you can actually trade for whoever got what you need, which is somebody to serve you some food or seeds to grow your own food. So, yeah, I, I think we're focused more on a medium of exchange than the actual the, the end of all this, which is the resources you need to live your life and live it comfortably. So, the more of the resources you have, the more opportunity you're supposed to have on the other end of that. So. <laughs> that's, thank you. That's, thank you. That's that's why I was getting. It. I'm glad you you put it perfectly. We're so focused on the what you the medium exchange and mm-hmm. not the resource end of it. Yeah. Which you supposed to focus. I think you can do both. Yeah. But I think it's just such a heavy focus on the the exchange part and then yeah. the end game. Yeah. So that's well, you put that person. That's all I wanted to say, Mike. Yeah. But hey, appreciate you for bringing that to the forefront, man. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Right, be good. Yep. Ah, man, good stuff. Good thoughts there. Good thoughts there. So let me see in the chat here we got for UK and USA, the ultimate nightmare is a German-Russian alliance against the Jewish bankers. Ooh, Rolf been studying studying his game. Uh, Yeah, so of course there's a lot of, you know, subject matter like that, which requires more in-depth studying. And of course, you know, we don't have time for that now. But one thing I found interesting today is that Saudi Arabia, the prince of Saudi Arabia said that he's willing or wanting to uh you know basically you know uh, get get was it like uh i don't know about sign a union and sign an agreement or basically start working with iran and so throughout all of our lifespan saudi arabia and iran have been at war due to difference of beliefs and all that other stuff like that but when you got the prince of saudi arabia saying it's time for me us and saudi us and iran to get together i'm thinking like Okay, so that right there, that sounded that sounded different because I'm thinking my first thing came to mind was they need at this current moment as a part of this restructuring process reset. I would imagine all the Middle East nations, all the oil rich countries, because Iran is, of course, I think right now probably sitting on the heaviest stash that and of course, you know, Yemen at the bottom of Saudi Arabia. And so Saudi Arabia is desperate. Either they're desperate and they need to now rely upon the wealth and partnerships of other nations, or in order to actually pull off this world reset, the Middle East is trying to come together to be one union, to either come up with their own Middle Eastern, you know, central back digital currency gold situation and partnership with China and Russia or, or something like that. But I found it to be very odd that Saudi Arabia now looking to partner up or to tie, to make it, let me see if I can find an article. They're looking to, uh, you know, squash their differences or something like that. And I was like, wow, I'm not, that's not good for the U.S. Because the U.S. always likes to have Saudi and, you know, bickering with Iran so that they can always have that, you know, pick, choose sides and try to be the mediator between the Middle Eastern conflict. But there, if there's no conflict in the Middle East no more, then I mean the U.S. is no longer really going to be needed. And so that means it's going to be time to dump the petrodollar for sure. So that I could speed things up, man. So, uh, yeah, let's keep it moving, man. But anyway, uh, what else we got here? 
<laughs> my view says Trump is the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, Hank, yeah, Russia stopped using. Yep, so they still sitting on, I think, about 50, maybe probably sitting on 50 billion worth, I think, our last article said. And of course, they're, they're dwindling that down. And so as of now, China and Russia, both, they're, they're sitting on a small amount of U.S. liabilities as they get ready to usher in their own uh, next world currency or whatever it's going to be called or looked at. And so they got to keep some on the balance sheet just to make it look like they are still part of the system. But I got a good feeling that China and Russia are already disconnected. They already got everything in play. They just need that next event to make it official. And I think that's where the U.S. is going to do something stupid or do something in line with what China wants, i.e. instigate a conflict over there and take us to a war so the transition will be smoother because we could just say the U.S. perhaps lost. And in losing, we had to forfeit parts of our country to pay off our debts to China and Russia and you know, all the, you know, the current politicians get their, their stake in the next world organization, which will probably be coming out in China. So don't be surprised if, you know, a lot of our politicians have stake in the new infrastructure that's being done in the Belt and Road Initiative, like, you know, Pelosi's and Schumer's and all those people, because, you know, especially I think it was Schumer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take it there. But anyway, they got, they got some skin in the game as far as helping China get to where they got to go. So, they, they have no problem selling our country out because just look what they've done. You know, you got Pelosi been in office, what, 30 years, 40 years. Uh, Biden been in office 40 years. And look where our country's at. You know, and they keep promising us that they're going to save us and make America. Come on now. Right. OK, sure. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to get ready to dial back. Um, but I want to connect with you guys and get a chance to hear from you and definitely have some good back and forth. And uh, I want to make sure I extend an invitation for those that are interested tonight, 930 off air. We're going to have a hangout for the Patreon gang. So if you guys are interested, it's not too late to join us. We're going to have some face to face opportunities so you guys can connect with us and basically get your rant on as well uh, amongst the community. So for those that are interested, become a member of the Patreon and you can join us tonight at 930 p.m. And we can have some fun off air and just lay back, kick it and just, you know, have fun with talking. But anyway. That's all she wrote for tonight. I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. And uh, let's do it again tomorrow. Lord willing, same time, same place. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Peace.